This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Today's Bible reading is taken from the book of Proverbs chapter 14 verse 1. Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 1. And I read in Jesus' name. Every wise woman builds her house, but a foolish one tears it down with her own hands. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, eternal rock of ages, we thank you, O God, for another opportunity to learn at your feet. Thank you, O God, for the opportunity, Lord. Thank you, Lord, because so many people would have wanted to be where we are today, to have the opportunity to fellowship with you, to hear from you. Lord God Almighty, but they, they can't do it. They're not here no more. But Father, we are here and we still have the opportunity to, to change our lives, to be closer to you, to correct our mistakes. For this, we are grateful, Lord. We say thank you, Lord. Help us to use these opportunities wisely. Help us not to, you know, take them for granted. Help us, O oh God. Give us wisdom. Give us wisdom. Give us understanding. Open our ears to hear you and our eyes to see you. In Jesus' name. Sweet Holy Spirit, speak to us. Speak to us concerning our situations. Speak to us today, O oh God. Transform our lives, Father. Transform our lives. In Jesus' name. You said in your word, if we seek you, we'll find you. We have come this morning to seek you. Let us find you, Lord. Let us find you according to your word and your promise. Because it never falls to the ground. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sweet Holy Spirit, speak to me. Help me to hear you clearly. Take take over me, Holy Spirit. Take over me completely. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Alright. So we just read the book of Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 1. Just a single verse. That's the verse for today. Every wise woman builds her house, but a foolish one tears it down with her own hands. That looks pretty straightforward, doesn't it? But it's very deep. It's very deep, it's very pregnant. Because the times have changed. The 21st, you know, day, the modern woman has her own rules set out. She wants to live her life a certain way. You know, she wants to do what she wants to do, when she wants to do it, and how she wants to do it. You know, talk about female, female um, liberation, female power, they target all sorts. Female power, female liberation, and all that. Empowering the woman. You see all these movements, you know, encouraging women to just do what they want to do. Not like there's anything um, wrong with being who you want to be. Praise the Lord. But the Bible is saying to apply wisdom. You know, the Bible says that wisdom is profitable to direct. Right? And there's a lot of junk out there that 
proposes as advice, you know, for every kind of group you're looking for. There's an advice for, if, if you want to be, you know, for the LGBT group, there's an advice for teenagers, there's the motivational speakers are popping up left, right and center. Uncertified motivational speakers. People that are just trying to gain fame from, you know, just social media. And that's why we have to be careful who we listen to and what we follow. Praise the Lord. I, for one, I've never been a people follower. I've never been, a, you know, of people like I don't follow the crowd. And the one thing that should always guide us in whatever decisions we make is the word of God. It is the word of God, especially as a woman, when it comes to homemaking. The word of God should be your anchor. The word of God should be your manual. Forget what's trending on social media. A lot of things that people advise people to do on social media, they don't do it. The people who give the advice don't, don't do it. Yeah? So, how would you, why would you want other people to do what you don't do? Practice what you preach, right? But people come and say all sorts. Like I said, just to gain fame. And if you're a foolish woman, you will take everything you see on the internet. You will take every single advice. If you don't have a, a footing, if you don't have, if you're not well grounded in the word of God, anybody can give you advice. Anybody can come and tell you, hey, treat your relationship with your family this way. Treat your husband this way. This is how I do mine. This is how I do this. And you take every advice that comes to you. And you begin to have problems in your home. And so the Bible is saying this morning that a wise woman builds her house. Let's break it down. How do you build your house as a wise woman? What, is the th what are the things you should do as a wise woman to build your home? What are the things that you should do? First of all, marry your Bible. Let your Bible be the, your go-to. Let the Word of God be your go-to. If you make the Word of God your anchor, if you make it your go-to, like that's, that's the first place you go to to look for advice, then it will be easy for you to decipher good and bad when you go out there. When you see certain things on social media. I keep saying social media because social media rules the world right now. People don't read, you know, their books no more. People don't, you want information, the first place you want to go to is social media. You want to be motivated, the first place you, you go to is social media. You want to, you want to pray, you, the first place people go to is social media. You start looking for Christian prayers or ready-made stuff. Right? So, social media in this age and time is very, very powerful. Very, very powerful. So it's easy, it's so easy to fall into that, that line of thought that, you know, you don't need your Bibles no more. And social media is always there for you to give you information. But if you're not well grounded, if you're not well grounded in the word, you have problems in your home. 
Don't take everything you see on social media wholeheartedly. Take it with a pinch of salt. It's just for entertainment, really. And just, you know, to broaden your knowledge, to just know what's going on. But it's not anything that you should apply into your personal life or you should apply as, as your principle in your home. The word of God should be your manual. The word of God should be the instructions that you use to run your life, to run your family. A foolish woman would tear her family down, tear her down with her own hands. So how do you build your home as a wise woman? Like I said, the first thing you do, you want to, you want to marry your Bible. You want to study the word of God daily. You want to spend time in the presence of God. That's where you get wisdom from. That's where you hear God from. That's where you get the peace that you need. Because if you're not at peace with yourself, you cannot have a peaceful home. You want to set out some time to pray in the morning, to seek the face of God, to just meditate on his word. Listen to soft music and let the Spirit of God speak to you. That's where you get your peace. Praise the Lord. You want to you want to cultivate the habit of praying with your family. Prayer sets the mood of the day. When you pray, when you speak words, when you prophesy into the atmosphere, things begin to happen. The Bible says that the lines have already fallen for us in pleasant places. But you speak it. The lines have already fallen, but you speak it. You speak into your day. Speak what you want to see. Speak over your children. Speak over your husband. Speak over everything. All your activities for the day. Speak over them. That's how you build your home. Praise the Lord. You want to set the mood of your home. You want to set the mood of your home. You want to create a loving environment. A warm atmosphere. A place that is full of joy and laughter. A lot has to do with your mood as a woman. A lot has to do with your mentality as a woman. A lot has to do with your your upbringing. This is where upbringing comes in. It's a very key role. Very, very key. It plays a very important role in setting the mood of your home. If you don't have a healthy upbringing, it's going to affect your home. It's going to affect your home because what you you cannot give what you don't have. You cannot give what you don't have. And this is tough for people who have like who are from broken homes or they've had some terrible experiences as like rape and things like that because it could affect them it could impact their own families it could impact the mood in their own home praise the lord but you need god to help you if you have experienced anything like that if you're struggling to set a calm loving and healthy environment in your home. You need you need the Holy Spirit to help you. You need the Holy Spirit to help you with that. It is so important that you set the right mood in your home because what your children see in your home, what they experience is what they take out there. What they experience in 
your home is what they take outside of your home. And so if your home is not settled, if it's a place where you're always shouting and fighting and having quarrels and all that, if it's not settled, your children would go out there and display the exact same thing. And that's why the woman has the power to set the mood in her home. Create memories, laugh, love, show love. What I do a lot in my home is I play a lot of music. I play music, music a lot. And so my kids love music. They love to worship. We sing a lot in my house, you know. So that's one thing I've cultivated in them by the grace of God. They love to praise. They love to sing. And where there's dancing. And where there's music, you know that where there is music, there is love and laughter. Music comes, I mean, it just, music is a soul of life. It creates that loving environment, that joyful environment. And so we sing a lot, you know. And sometimes when they see my music come up on TV, I mean, they're my greatest fans. They just love it. I remember the first time my son saw my, my photo on TV and the song was, you know, going on. And he looked at me. He, I was carrying him. And then he looked at the TV and he looked at me like, is that mommy on TV? You know, creates memories, beautiful memories. Build your home. Praise the Lord. And you know, when that happens, right, it's easy for your husband, it's easy for the man to to settle in, to feel, to, to cherish the atmosphere. Because these men go out and they work all day, you know, or some of them work from home. But a man, a man's mind operates differently. A man is always thinking of how to provide for his family. His mind is always, you know, thinking of provision. How do I provide? What do I do? Like, you know, my everything he needs to do to make sure that his family is well taken care of. That's what they think of all day. That's how he operates. Right? So he wants to come home and find something that is different from what he's been thinking all day. He wants to come home and find joy and calmness and orderliness in the house. Praise the Lord. But a foolish woman, like the Bible says, will tear down her own house with her, with her own hands. How do you do this? Again, like I said, you set the mood. When you set the wrong mood... When you don't give peace a chance in your home. When you don't give peace a chance in your home. When you always want to have the last say. You always want to win every dispute, every quarrel. You're yelling. You're dirty. You're untidy. You're stressed. When you are stressed, you transfer the aggression to your children and your husband. When you don't pay attention, when you don't pay attention to little things, when you don't pay attention to little things, keeping a home 
It's not that easy. You need the grace of God. You need the grace of God to keep a healthy home. A home that is spiritually healthy, physically healthy. A home that is welcoming. You know, when someone comes to your house, the minute they step, you know, step into the house, you can tell if a home is at peace. You can tell the mood of the house from just one glance. From just one glance. This morning is really to encourage the women out there to set the mood in your home. That responsibility falls on you. More on you than the man. Men usually will just align with you know align with whatever mood you have set in your home. Yes. But the woman sets the tone. She sets the tone. Let prayer be a key factor. Let prayer time be a key factor. Let laughter, sharing, joy, forgiveness, forgiveness. Let those things set the mood of your home. Forgiveness. And I know that's a tough one because sometimes, you know, these men, they just, you know, get on your nerves, really. But we have to find a way to forgive them. Forgive them. I used to call my husband my first child. Because soon after we got married, I realized that this is just a big baby, really. The men are like, they're like our babies. So I call him my first child. And he loves it when I do that because it makes him act more like a baby. <laughs> you know. So let's set the right mood in our homes, women. Today is for you. Let us set the right mood in our homes. Let us give our homes over to peace. Let us ask the Holy Spirit to come into our homes and settle us. Whatever bad experience we've had in the past that is affecting your home, ask for the Holy Spirit to come and heal your heart. To heal your heart because you need to move ahead. You need to move on. You need to train your children up the right way. The Bible says to train up a child in the way of the Lord. That when he grows, he will not depart from it. You need to get rid of everything that is affecting you negatively. Every negative energy that you might be bringing into your home that is not making you set the right mood, the right tone for your house, your home. Ask for the Holy Spirit to take it away. Every pain you have suffered, every bad memory. Sweet Holy Spirit, by your power, roll it away, O oh God. Wipe it away completely. Send your healing, Father, to every woman, every heart, every home that needs your healing. Send your healing, O oh God. Send your healing, Father. Because when we have a healthy home, we have a healthy community. When we have a healthy community, then we have a healthy world. Help us, O oh God. Help us to raise families that are in love with Christ, the principles of the Bible. Help us to be true representatives of Christ, even within our families. In Jesus' name, receive strength, 
receive grace, receive the wisdom that you need to run a healthy home. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. I pray the same for myself, God. I pray, oh God, that you, you give me peace, maintain the peace in my home, the love, the joy, and the laughter. May there never be a better yesterday in my home. In Jesus' name. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. We receive your peace in our home. Our homes are peaceful. Our homes are peaceful. In Jesus' name, sweet Holy Spirit, come and tabernacle over our homes. Make our homes your dwelling place, O God. Make our homes your dwelling place that everyone that comes in contact with us will know that your spirit dwells in our homes. In Jesus' name, thank you for the families that you have given us, the children, the husbands, the mothers-in-law, the fathers-in-law, the aunts, the uncles, and everything, everyone that you have set, O oh God, for us to be our family members. We give you all the praise. Thank you, O oh God, especially at this Christmas season where families are celebrating. Thank you, God. And for those who have lost a family member, Lord, we ask for comfort, Holy Spirit. Be with them, especially at this season, O oh God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.